Hello everyone, Assalamu alaikum. How exciting is that Ramadan is so close, inshallah. It's going to be a very different Ramadan, of course, because of the current situation. But then I also wonder what we mean by different. I feel that no matter what happens in our lives and where we are, the ultimate goal is to always remain close to Allah, to thank Him, to praise Him, to seek forgiveness and to express gratitude in all circumstances. This podcast is about having a productive Ramadan and my top five tips. Anything I say is a reminder to myself first and foremost. I am not a scholar or student, of course. I'm just sharing things that help me and I hope they help you too. We can all improve ourselves and be better. I don't think anybody is perfect or that no one is exempt from improving themselves. So... Being productive is about managing your time effectively, of course. We should always aim to base our days, our lives around Salah. And of course, we're working, going to school, we're occupied by different things in our day-to-day lives. I love that in Ramadan, we make a conscious effort. Hopefully, we can aim to transfer or keep this energy all year round. Number one is about gratitude. Every time Ramadan comes round, I'm grateful that I live to see it. Because there will come a time where the month of Ramadan will be the final time we witness that blessed month. That is kind of a scary thought as nobody knows when their final time is, of course. But we trust and pray that we all have a good and blessed departure. I'm also grateful for the very simple things. You know, the things we don't even ask for but we're still given like our sight, ability to hear, touch. These things are huge blessings that we were also given without asking. And it could be other little things like having your own bedroom, your own space, having a garden, being able to walk around the block where you live. These things are luxuries for some people and we really take so many things for granted. We all go through struggles and problems and no problem is ever too small of course unless you're the one experiencing something which is causing you distress. No one has the right to tell you that it's not a big deal. We do of course have our own coping mechanisms, our own struggles but it does mean acknowledging that there are people out there who aren't as fortunate as you they would love to have some of the things you have whether these are material things a car a job a house or having a family having siblings children good health it can be anything we have to be sensitive to the needs of others but also recognizing that whatever we're going through will pass gratitude to me is something more than being thankful it's also about showing appreciation and we do this for the sake of allah we do this through prayer remembering him doing things to help other people and gratitude of course has so many emotional physical and mental health benefits as well every morning when i wake up if i've got up to pray afterwards i will journal for a few minutes i will reflect on my week the month the past year i write down one thing i'm grateful for and this will set a positive tone for the day say for example you have been really stressed this could be due to work exams any personal problem anything if you write down something you're grateful for it It really changes that low energy into something that is positive and meaningful. One of my favourite verses from the Quran is, if you are grateful, I will give you more. I can say very confidently that anytime I've ever asked Allah for anything, anytime I've prayed or even if I just casually wanted something, um, it's always been provided for me and Allah will always provide for you. And sometimes I personally feel like, oh my gosh, like, did I even deserve this? Am I even worthy of this blessing? And it's just amazing. Before we 
complain about things we should always count our blessings and be grateful when we're going through a tough time it can be really hard to believe that the ease or the relief will come but we know that at some point it will and when it does our prayers will be answered in the best way the right way the ways in which we never imagined so it's about always being grateful always being thankful is a really good it's also a really good wellness tip number two spiritual nourishment i don't know if it's just me but ramadan makes me really emotional but it also leaves me feeling really happy really positive really elated it makes me feel really lucky and blessed to have that time to reconnect with my own spirituality and nurture that in the best way to me that means reflecting on what i'm currently doing and other things i could be doing to improve and develop myself this could be developing the way i pray so I can concentrate better this could be doing more charitable things it could be how I communicate with other people it can be absolutely anything of course Ramadan as we know isn't about starving yourself physically it's about feeding your soul it's about realizing how blessed we truly are and how Allah never fails on his promises he always delivers for us he always gives us the most when we don't even expect it or again like I've said I've, I feel like I've not been deserving of these things but again it's just a sign for us to reflect on and we feed ourselves spiritually by doing various things repenting charity doing good i would suggest making a list of all the things you can do that will help you your family and other people and ladies remember even if it's your time of the month or there's any other reason that you're exempt from fasting you can still recite dusby you can do zikr you're allowed to download the quran app and read digitally and there are loads of really good islamic apps that just help you maintain that spirituality there are really good youtube channels if you have a favorite speaker or just somebody who inspires you listen to that you could also try and memorize different verses of the quran uh, 99 names or the rood sharif there's so much we can do to always maintain our spirituality and we can also do this outside of ramadan on a day-to-day -day basis it doesn't take a lot of time at all it can be just five minutes in the morning where you recite a page of the Quran, you listen to your favourite podcast on the go. It's just amazing. There is so much we can be doing. Of course, when our energy levels are low, we want to try and also maintain and nourish our emotional well-being, our mental well-being. So connect with other people, family or friends you've not spoken to in a while, reach out to them, build out any broken bonds and just make amends life is way too short to hold grudges and as we know they don't serve as well mentally or spiritually as well spiritual nourishment is also about taking care of your health our health is of course a blessing from allah we have to take care of ourselves in the best way even if we have health conditions or we take any medications it might be about changing your routine or your schedule to make sure that we can get into a new and healthier habit and there are of course a lot of physical benefits of fasting there are some really good links and videos which i will try and include on this podcast it can be really tempting to have a lot of fried food junk foods that if there are time but of course make sure it's a balanced diet eat the right foods if you're somebody who's trying to lose weight or gain weight pick something that is nourishing that is healthy have a look at the nutrients and what will benefit you. Because at the time of iftar, it just might taste like the best thing in the world, but 
as the hours go on or you go into the next day you will feel really low in energy or you'll feel really bloated and you really want to try and maintain your energy levels as best as you can when you're praying when you're waking up and managing sleep where the days of fasting are long can of course be really challenging so many of us can do it we do work long days long hours we go to school but of course if during the pandemic if you are somebody who isn't working then that is a blessing and an advantage in itself because you know that if you want to sleep between your tarawih and your suhoor time, you can. And it's just planning what is best for you. Will you be resting after fajr? Will you be taking naps during the day? Again, this is personal to everybody. It's just about creating a good, healthy routine where you can also make time for work, family commitments and everything else. And sometimes it's the most smallest and most frequent deeds which are the most precious and beloved of all. Number three is planning if you follow me on instagram a couple of weeks ago i shared my ramadan planner by ramadan legacy it's the most beautiful planner ever they have so much amazing content within the planner that helps you to track your ramadan habits they have a good deeds tree and there's just so many other little gems in the planner which are absolutely amazing they also have a free app which is really good for tracking fasts how much prayer and Quran you've read. It also gives you different quotes from the Quran and Hadith. And it's just so beautiful. I'm someone who loves to be organized. So planning really helps me to make sure I get the best I can out of my days. You can create your own Ramadan journal. So you can find any notebook. And I would do this by dividing my day by the times of prayer. Many of us may be at home during the pandemic, which again, it's a really huge blessing because we usually might still be working or studying. And even if you still are working, you can still share the same benefits. So after Fajr, you can read some Quran, do some Zikr, listen to your favorite Islamic scholar or speaker. Then of course, you can rest and plan your day accordingly. If you want to try and complete the Quran at least once, I would divide the chapters by the 30 days then the pages by each salah because it makes it so much easier to read before and or after your prayers and throughout the day. Planning is also about your daily habits. Like I mentioned previously, it's important that we take care of our physical and mental well-being. If you are someone who is active and you go to the gym, it's important you are cautious because you're going to be starving your body. You're not getting the nutrients and the energy in the same way. And it's recommended, I'm going to say in quotation marks, that you do any exercise or gym closer to the time of iftar. But again, this is optional. It depends on what works for you, what is healthy. Speak to your GP or somebody who can give you this kind of advice. If you are someone who is working during the pandemic, I really pray Allah rewards you. A lot of people have been so anxious, including myself, as I come from a healthcare background. But we find comfort and relief in knowing that Allah is in control. He knows what's best. He will protect us and reward us. Food and sustenance is a time where we show gratitude and appreciation. And we also, I want to say, celebrate that we made it throughout the day. But it does also get me quite emotional because I know there are people in the world who fast and they don't open their fast with very much at all or nothing at all. And again, it's about praying for people who are less fortunate and doing what we can to help them. There are lots of really good websites. There are lots of charities that are, of course, helping people around the world. And even a very small donation can go a very long way. So don't think that, oh, it's just a pound. What is the point? I know that sometimes we feel like 
what we're doing isn't enough and we just feel very different emotions about how much we're donating but honestly something is better than nothing and you can't even imagine the rewards and your charity is a shade for you on the day of judgment number four make a prayer list i love this because prayer is a direct way of calling out to allah it's the best way to connect to allah because it's a conversation between you and your creator ask for anything you wish pray for your families your loved ones those who are no longer with you in this world and for anybody who is in need. The time of iftar is one of the times of acceptance of your du'a. So do make sure that within those last couple of minutes or so, you make lots of du'a. Pray that your fast is accepted and you pray that Allah blesses you and protects you from every calamity. There are many other times where your prayers are accepted, such as a time of rain, when you're in sujood, after your prayer. And there are many other times too. There is a format of how we should pray. This is by praising Allah first sending blessings on the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam then state your du'a so what i do is i will have a conversation with allah use his names express gratitude and and show allah that you really rely on him i really love to ask allah for self-sufficiency and to only depend on him when we have problems in our lives it's natural to turn to family and friends for support when you also leave your problems in the hands of allah it's an emotional release you're trusting that things will improve your prayers will be answered no matter how desperate or dire the situation is you acknowledge that things are temporary in the world as you grow through your life you experience different situations sometimes you look back you either laugh or recall the situation where you were worried by such and such or something has happened which has changed your perspective it could be absolutely anything of course this isn't about undermining any situation or any circumstance but it's just another way of looking at our challenges and the things that have happened in our lives then end your prayer with the rosary. Concentrating in prayer is something so many people struggle with. I know I do and the advice I've been given is to really acknowledge the meaning of what you're saying, remembering that you're standing in front of Allah, thinking about the hereafter, both the day of judgment, the hellfire and paradise and it's something we should do to really ground ourselves because it makes you forget about everything else in this world which is temporary. There will be a time where we will stand before Allah and if anybody has any tips on concentration please do share them with me. Number five are my overall tips on productivity. I would really have loved to have said that invite friends, invite your neighbours and people around for iftar. Because of the pandemic, we're supposed to be social distancing and it might sound a bit silly, but you can FaceTime, do a Zoom call or something at Sehri or iftar time. It's just a fun way to, to bring people together. Also, I want to share some really top resources that I absolutely love. One of my favourite websites is theproductivemuslim.com. They have so much information on how to have the best ramadan and they have tons of links on how to master your sleep how to create a workout plan for ramadan how to create a daily dua plan balancing different things throughout your day they have loads more amazing tips and i was just sharing things that i like i prioritize remember not to be too hard on yourselves if you're somebody who doesn't always pray or read quran or does the extra things it's fine it's okay um sometimes i miss a prayer we can all start somewhere even if it's with one prayer a couple of prayers by reading half a page whatever it is every day is a new day to better yourself and just focus on yourself and do you you don't have to justify your actions to anybody and even if you are somebody who wants to advise other people do it sensitively do it 
it privately and do it with caution because nobody knows what people's intentions are and you just don't know the good that people do and Allah conceals our faults and our wrongdoings for a reason. I'm pretty sure there is a hadith on something like this where it goes along the lines of if you can't physically stop something then you can pray for somebody. We are also encouraged to make excuses for people who have appeared to done something wrong and to guide them and advise them in the best way. We live in a, a really strange and tough society where social media influences a lot of people, a lot of the things we do. But I feel that it's just important to focus on yourselves and be the best you can be for yourself. You don't need to show other people what you're doing, what you're not doing. And it's just about bettering yourselves really. I hope you enjoyed those tips and if there's anything you can share with me please do message me, DM me and reach out to me. I would love to learn. I would love to know how you're planning your Ramadan, what you're doing throughout Ramadan and what helps you to maintain spirituality at its best level. I'm somebody who loves to develop myself in various different ways. Thank you so much for listening to this and I pray you have an amazing Ramadan. Please also remember me in your du'as. Speak to you all soon. Take care.